Hello, hello. Happy spring. Yeah, happy spring. Everything's in bloom. All, you know, nature's getting all, I don't know. (laughs) Ready. I was going to say horny, but that's weird. (laughs) Ready to do it. Yeah. Ready to bone. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm walking outside in the spring, I almost feel like, like scandalized it's like all the she smells right. and plants yeah exactly i'm like what is happening in nature they're like put it, away. Put it girl. away get a room <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i love it i love spring i feel like i come alive in the spring just like as a human yes totally uh it's still really cold out well not really cold it's still i wore a very thin jacket today and immediately regretted it however the days are longer. Yeah. There's a sense of positivity everywhere. I think Hell personally, yeah. maybe Agreed. I'm just projecting, but that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I mean, that happens to coincide with this episode. With spring comes spring fever. Absolutely. Cuffing season is over and spring's spring and fever season has done. begun. Yes. <laughs> and I fucking season. Yeah. <laughs> I I I love spring fever. It's just like that feeling when you wake up of like possibility. Rob you just feel robust. Yeah, and anything can happen. And I hop on my bike and uh I feel that air in yeah. your lungs. Yeah. Bicycle, I should mention. I'm not that cool. Um <laughs> Oh, not yet. No, not yet. Even Uncle Jesse had to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so this 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 episode, our topic is dun, 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 sex education. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're not really going to be educating you because we're not. Yeah, we're we don't know how educated we are <laughs> yeah. ourselves. As always, we really have only our own experience to draw from. So that is the experience from which we will be drawing. Yeah, but it's 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 interesting with with queers and queer women how how they learn about sex and experience sex and I think it's an interesting topic and uh it's one that we're gonna dive on into we're gonna dive on into it so without further ado um I think a really interesting place to start Jill, you don't have to open that red stripe discreetly. Everybody knows that we drink beer during this podcast. <laughs> so hard to be discreet. So where I want to start off is the concept of virginity. And I guess this ties into being a gold star lesbian. So I, you know, it's a really good sort of confluence of topics. But the topic of virginity, if you've lost your virginity to a guy before you lose your virginity to a woman, sort of, I guess, the con- the question that I would ask you and the question I would ask myself or just open up um, to have a dialogue around is, do you count that as losing your virginity? Do you count the first time you had sex as a woman um, as losing your virginity? Do you count them both? I think it's, again, like so many things we talk about here, I think it's really interesting for a queer person because there are less hard and fast rules and you get to define that on your own, really based on how you feel about the situation, what it meant to you in the moment, and what it meant to you in retrospect. But I know for me, I am not a gold star lesbian. I want to follow that with, unfortunately, but I guess it is what it is. Um, But really, the first time I ever had sex with a woman, which now was some time ago, that's what I think of as my first, like, real significant sexual experience. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Did you see it that way at the time? Yes. It was surprising to me that it had happened so quickly, and 
it wasn't something I thought would happen. Um, and I guess whenever, I don't know, I guess I'll just be completely open and say it. Before that, whenever I would have sex with a guy, it was always something I like planned and did for how I thought it would look to everybody else. So like there was A, no element of surprise and B, a huge element of like, artifice to doing it and then the first time I had sex with a woman there was like so much serendipity and so much surprise and it was it sort of was just an accident and I think after it happened immediately after it happened I was so in awe of the fact that it had happened I feel like a woman (laughs) yeah but I was in a way that I had never been before and in a way that I didn't know you could be after having sex, you know? I yeah. just thought sex with this was this totally different thing that um, I certainly was never destined to enjoy. I think even mm. at the age of 22, like, I had resigned myself to the fact that I might only have, like, bad, unfulfilling sexual encounters for the rest of my life. So then when a year later, that ended up not being the case, you know? It was like... So you were 23 uh, the first time you had sex I was sex 23, with yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just said a whole mouthful. No, I mean, that, 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 that's why we are here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the, the concept of virginity as a whole, I think, is problematic, sure. to use that word, because um, it is. It, it's... I mean, obviously, it has it's like derivative in like, from doctrine. Yeah, and like and meant as a method of control. Ownership. Yes, exactly. For of all those women. reasons. Yeah. Yes. You, honestly, you just probably phrased it better than I could. I would have just talked for a paragraph, and it wouldn't have been as good as that. So yeah, it would have been good. Eh. Talk for a paragraph now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like I I I'll I'll use that term and I'll I'll speak about my life in terms of of virginity and I'll be like okay well I was 19 when I lost my I'll I'll say things like that and then I sometimes I'm like oh I I wish I didn't like I do that because that's it's just it's understood it's a language that we all know and it's kind of going back we're talking about rites of passage it's one of those rites of passage that so many people so it's it it is this thing and so everyone uses it but even aside from like a lot of like the misogynistic like own- ownership of women, you know, defiling of a woman. Yes, like and, an absence of purity or like yeah. a preservation. Even of if sanctity. you re- remove that, there's also the fact that like straight America devalues or doesn't doesn't take seriously sex between women. Like you know, lesbians get that question all the motherfucking time. Like yes, what's the motherfucking time? How do you know if you've had sex? Like all that bullshit. And it's just like, in a lot of people's minds, virginity is like penis in vagina sex, yes, like, like penetration, penetration, bleeding yeah. on the sheets and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting too. I mean, for me, like I was raised as a very lapsed Catholic. So that type of sort of like religious ideology as it pertains to virginity was never necessarily yeah. a part of my life or never distinctly a part of my life but I did always feel a huge and you know we talk about this all the time like a huge sense of shame for desiring women um and I guess losing my virginity quote unquote to a woman or you know maybe it's not something you lose like maybe everyone yeah, has spin it maybe it's something gain. you gain yeah like you're gaining experience and 
and and there's just so much like riding on this one thing and a there lot is of people... so much riding on this one. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like you know, a lot of people I guess I again using the phrase I, I I don't like to use losing your virginity is like sometimes it's not a consensual thing and like so that doesn't count That's but then true. it, it there's just a lot wrapped up in it, and I don't, I don't like that, you yeah. know. And you know, it's like you, you hear about those. It's really fucking archaic. I yeah, mean, you, you hear about those like really like Christian kids that like will have anal sex because it doesn't count. You know, what? They, I've never heard about those Christian kids having really? anal sex because it doesn't count. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, it's such a thing. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I, I'm gonna regret saying this. I believe a term for it is called the poop hole loophole. <laughs> How have I never heard of this How before? have you never this heard of This seems like something I should know. This seems like a knowledge bomb I should be like dropping on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just, it, the, whole, the whole concept of virginity being this thing that one has and one loses and it, it, it I think it should be more like gaining types of experiences and sure it, it, the certain experiences can be more meaningful to you than others like and 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 some are not meaningful at all and it doesn't it doesn't matter you know it, it, it doesn't there, you don't have all these values that we attach to it and all this all this weight that we put on it and that's not to say if people want to put weight on certain certain experiences and have it as like a checkpoint because I certainly did I I mean I lost my virginity whatever right. to a, a guy at 19 just because I was just so fucking tired. Like, it wasn't, like, desire-based as much as it was, like, let me just get this stupid get this shit over with. with. That's so how I felt, So too. it stops being a thing. Yeah. And it is so, it was just like, all right, well, you'll do. And, like, the you guy. You just wanted to, like, not throw it away, but. Well, kind of. Also, and, and it became it was something bullshit. you had to talk about, too. Like, all yeah. of, there was so much, I feel, when I was in high school and in college, social pressure and maybe it was real and maybe it was imagined on my behalf and maybe it was a combination of both but to lose your virginity and then like be able to have those conversations or not only to lose your virginity but also to be able to say that you were actively having sex was some sort of a social capital and like an exchange that I wanted to participate in and was very conscious of feeling outside of yeah I think I think that like the social pressure not that anyone was pressuring me like hey Jill why haven't you done this yet sure it wasn't like it was internal probably more than anything it was like fitting in and and I think that was one of the reasons why I was personally repressed and didn't even you know come out to myself for so long because like like I was already, I already stuck out like a sore thumb and I didn't need another reason to. So I would like pursue guys and hook up with guys in high school and whatnot because like I didn't want that to be another thing that made me weird. And it was, you know, I was just like, all right, well, I just want to get in on this. Not because I actually want to get in on this, but because like, I feel like it's just like, ah, like, I just like, just stop talking to me about it. Like, fine. I did it. Great. Woo. Yes. Check that box. Like, Thank yeah. you, next. And, and next I will check another box. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and going back to the, 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 the term gold star, um, I know a lot of pe- lesbians and queer women, uh, bisexual women, pansexual women, find that term problematic. Yes. And it, it, I didn't so much hear about it being problematic when I came out. It was just kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing. Like, yeah. no one I know ever took it seriously. No I was, was just like, going to say, like, no one I know is a gold star lesbian. I don't... I know a couple. You do? Yeah. Do I know them too? I thought so. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think we know a couple. Yeah. (laughs) And 
I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never. The impression I get, I can't. Like, I'd have to look it up. Maybe you could look it up on your phone real quick while I. Start Who do I know talking. who's a goldstone? No, 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 no. I'm just no, kidding. I mean, like, like why it's problematic. Like, I, I think a lot of people think it's problematic because there's like this biphobia, like, oh, well, now you are a tainted lesbian. You're not a real yeah, lesbian. I think it's problematic for this kind of the same reason losing your virginity is problematic. It's like, why do we have this sort of, like, objective of purity and, like, yeah. being untainted and having, like, an experience that's linear or yeah, something, Yeah, like, it you makes know? you less of a, a lesbian. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I, cause I, because, because I've never really heard anyone, like, seriously care about that shit. Yeah. It, 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 it hasn't struck me as problematic, but I have read, like, really good arguments of why it is. Like, for me, it's just always been a tongue-in-cheek thing. Like, I would joke, like, oh, I'm, I'm a bronze star lesbian. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no, like, the guy I lost my virginity to is, like, married to a man. Like, I'm like, it's gay sex. Oh, that's, like, gold star, like, <laughs> times two to I know. me. I I'm like, yeah. I'm actually gayer. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, the gayest one of all. Like, mirror, mirror are, on the wall. The guys I, like, liked the most and, like, dated the most were the gayest. Yeah. It's yeah. true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I'm really jealous. I wish I had that same kind of like <laughs> story to tell. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't on purpose, but there was you know some. I guess my gaydar was going off, but it was like a little haywire. But then it, you know, I, I I I got there. Yeah, you got there. You ironed it out. Yeah. Um. But just to go back to losing your virginity and sort of the idea of sex being relegated to a penis and a vagina. I think this is a really interesting segue to expand on something you brought up um, earlier, and that is people asking lesbians how they have sex and how lesbian sex works and sort of being unable to imagine sex as anything that exists beyond like shoving a dick (laughs) Is that how it works? I don't know. Shoving? I don't know if like shoving. I'm just like imagining me like <laughs> stuffing like a pizza box into like a, a trash can. Like, we're gonna shove it in like there. Gnashing it down. It's like just as like Punching frustrating. Gnashing it. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, this is how lesbians talk about straight I know. people I'm, having I'm sex. Sorry, we don't know either. I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's wonderful. I'm sure, like, I'm sure there's no if shoving. You're getting your jollies by, like, shoving your pizza box in your ladies' trash compactor. More power to you. This is 2019. You can do whatever you exactly. want. Exactly. It's all valid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though how many times have you been asked and it's like usually when you're in a relationship but not always like um okay here are two, like two idiot questions that I've been asked by straight people no offense but like if you're a straight person maybe um I don't know like rephrase this think of deeper ways to access I, conversation. I don't know. I feel like I can always tell when it's a question that's in good faith or it's a question that like... It's like some, it's intended to be like condescending. Either condescending or like someone seeking some titillation or just, you know what I mean? When it's coming... <laughs> seeking when it's, titillation. When it's not coming from a place of respect. Sure. Like I, like I'm, oh, I'm an open book and I'm more than happy to talk about like queer shit with any of my straight... <laughs> obviously. <Yeah. laughs> Get out of here. I never knew that about you. Yeah, you always seem a little resigned when it comes to like... <laughs> talking about the queer experience <laughs> but like like I'm happy to talk to like any straight person and I, I it it doesn't it doesn't phase me and it doesn't bother me and I'm not like oh god here I go again like I'm, <laughs> I'm, 
Well, because a lot of people do feel like that, and it's it is a, a form of emotional labor. It's just yeah, one that no, I, sure. I personally don't mind doing because I mean, I, I I as as a queer person, I still have a whole shit ton of privilege, so it's not a big yeah. deal. And I'm and happy to do it. I think it's important to yeah. like have those conversations. But yeah, when some idiot is like, "Oh, how do lesbians have sex?" or like. If you want to date a butch woman or somebody who presents as more masculine, why don't you just date a dude? It's like another one of those like famously ignorant questions that I certainly have been asked. But I personally think one of the many wonderful things I enjoy about being a lesbian is also sort of how open and expansive sex is. And that's not to say it can't be that way for straight people. Like Sting and his wife has like have a crazy <laughs> sexual relationship. They like co-wrote the Karma Sutra or something. They've done like, no, they didn't. I, I, that's an ancient text. I know Sting didn't write the Karma Sutra. I was like, that Sutra. is some Columbusing bullshit right there. <laughs> no, but no, like no, they no. did write a sex book or something. All I'm saying is, like, they have, like, a very, like, tantric-ass kind of relationship and are super pub- public about it. And their sting is just, not, like, gnashing the pizza box into the trash can. <laughs> Maybe that's one of their moves. Is that, is that like, a title of the chapter? For chap- hot and wild called Domino's. <laughs> just not Papa John's. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this is, like, really... Uh, this has gone off the rails for a second, but... Um, I think there's a lot of different ways to have sex as a lesbian. And I think, you know, hopefully you're always exploring like really new fun ones that you love if you're in a position to be doing so. Yeah, it's cool to like your partner, but like think outside the box, think outside (laughs) of the box or like, but yeah, there's creativity there. And that's cool because it's like a whole new world. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It really is. I I think, I think that's a cool thing. Um, but I also think. You know, you get those those dumbass questions like, mm, "What do what do two women do?" And it's just like some like, of that is like also like you know really shitty sex ed because sex well, ed is just yeah. you know, heterocentric and all this shit. And even when it is heterocentric, like it doesn't even help straight people form healthy relationships to sex or like how to have oh, sex with each not. other. You know? Yeah, yeah. So and, it's a lot of fucked up mess. Uh, and yeah, it, it it's I I wonder I think like. Anyone who is maybe queer has to has to kind of learn for themselves. Yes, for sure. Like, do you, like, do you remember like learning as a process? You know, like, what was your like, like, how would you like describe learning to have sex? Okay, well, this is an interesting question, and I do think my experience. I mean, I don't want to say it was unique, but when the first woman I ever had sex with had had sex with women before. Maybe, I mean, not a lot of them. Like, we were both really young. But she was much, I mean, she was experienced in a way that I was not. So I will say that, like, she came on to me very strongly. And I just kind of didn't know what was happening at first. And then I realized what was happening. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do this. But, like, I don't want to say she showed me the ropes, but... It, and the chains. She no. showed me the ropes <laughs> and the chains. But it was, like, I did put a lot of my trust in her and sort of allowed her to guide me towards a sexual awakening because I certainly didn't know. And had I been having sex with another woman who had also never had sex before, like I think it would have been beautiful in its own kind of way. But I think one of the reasons that I was so attracted to this person was because she had had these experiences before and 
I certainly, you know, was in need of some kind of, I don't want to say role model in that regard, but like I had no representation and like no prior knowledge of anything or even like how my own body worked. Um, So to be with somebody like that, it felt really comforting at the time. That's great. Yeah. Do you think it's possible to like learn from a book or like or the L word. Well, the L word or, yeah, I mean, I do. And I will say, again, like, when I first started dating somebody, seriously, not to, like, bring up the L word every time. We're just going to. I'm going to stop, like, being what an else L word. What else are we going to bring up? But, like, that was so significant to, like, my coming of age and, like, my sexual awakening as a lesbian was also watching the L word. And I feel like that's in huge part because of this the significant lack of representation around what a lesbian relationship can look like. And that show is like reductive and problematic and ridiculous and like fantastical and, you know, all of these like sorts of things. But it was also provided such a huge and necessary source of representation for me at that time and allowed me to see that there's no one right way of doing it and there's no yeah. like ideal coupling you know there's just like so much sort of i know we say this all the time but opportunity to like really define what love is for yourself and attraction and how you want to be in a relationship and like how do you want how you want to sexually engage with your partner and in that relationship yeah Um, so that was like really like expansive for me and I was reading like a lot of lesbian poetry at the time too (laughs) you know it was like of course I mean nothing not a lot yeah of course (laughs) um but it was a whole like I will say at that time, for me, it was like a full immersion, you know? Like, I came out and I got a girlfriend and I was like, embroils myself in lesbian culture. So you're just It was like, like an, yeah, it was a- like an incubation person. Yeah, for sure. I was like, hit me with the classes, let's go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like, you brought up uh, how we can define things for ourselves and on our own terms, and... I agree that that's one of like the great things. And I also see the flip side too, where sometimes I see almost like not policing, but like if you like to hear lesbians talk about scissoring, right? Oh my gosh. So that's really interesting that you brought that up. As a quick aside, we had posted on Instagram, if anybody has any questions about lesbian sex to ask them now and we'll try to answer them. And one of the is questions question was, scissoring? please explain scissoring. Like, is it what it sounds like or something else? So say what you were going to say or like address that. Well, I've seen, I've seen kind of discussion online about, about scissoring because I feel like it, in, in it, it was maybe like brought up to like straight people in a really um, like elementary caricature way yeah. of like you know picture two pairs of, you know what what do you think scissors and you know two <laughs> pairs of scissors I'm I'm doing a you're doing the motion yeah yes, we all uh, know <laughs> and so I'll see lesbians be like lesbians don't do that that's some bullshit that like straight pornographers invented blah 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 right and then like I see like a very another very vocal like group of women that are like yes some do like i like you know like pe- people saying that like i do that i like that you know and they they stand up for scissoring but stand i also think up for scissoring <laughs> <laughs> but i also think it, it like so like maybe if someone's exposure to that is straight porn like okay it, it's probably different when two women are and but it's also like it's not just scissoring like it's like there's like a variation of that called tribbing yeah that is something that that's something else a lot of women do and find enjoyable and I think sometimes people 
will say scissoring when they mean tripping and I think vice so versa. Too. Yeah. So yeah, and and bodies are different. And so not every not every configuration of two different bodies are going to be able to do every position and every act. For sure. And, and again, that's when we go go off the menu and do it, <laughs> do it for our damn selves. Off the menu. Figure it out. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And and it, and that's great. So I I don't like it when I hear like I, I do get that lesbians don't want to have like our sexual practices like defined by straight people or sure. like char- characterized or being reduced. Yeah, but I also don't like people being like that's not like ew lesbians don't do you know like like yeah. I think that's kind of shitty. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't want to like take anything off the table for myself. You know, absolutely. And and the older you get, and and people are more you know everyone. Boundaries are great, and everyone should have them. And, sure, you know the they're best, important. The, yeah, the best sex is is based on open, honest communication and consent. Absolutely, and, amen, sister. And communicating our boundaries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I don't think, oh, everyone should try everything. Yeah. And if you don't, you're a prude. I don't think that even a little bit. But I I know as I get older and get more experience, I've you know learned certain things that you know, become more open to certain things and been like, oh, didn't think I'd like that, but I yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And also have a better sense of what works for you and what doesn't and mm-hmm. what works for your body and what doesn't. And yeah. I think it's always fun, General you know, to discover that. General comfort with my own body and with, with my own sexuality. Of course. Like so much more than when I started. I don't even, I didn't even realize it. Like, yeah. Like it's just like, oh. And I think that's always a process, you know, yeah. that probably never ends. And like, again, is something that's non-linear. I think you can be, there are different levels of comfort that you can have a with a different partner but like be at different stages of your life based on whatever else is going on too yeah so i think it's important to like you know be patient with yourself and be patient with your partner and yeah you know have compassion and communication is key but i want to rewind really quickly so in during the times when you've been asked by like some ignorant person about how lesbians have sex is the question most ori most often like scissor centric or not real or it just um, depends i find it's usually dildo centric it's oh really that's interesting particularly you know when it, it comes never from, is from from like straight cis dudes it's never like no nobody thinks and i'm just gonna say it i don't think anybody thinks that lesbians like eat each other out which is shocking oh really i don't know i've i like the fact that straight people are saying like how do lesbians have sex either suggests to me that they don't think lesbians eat each other out or that they don't think like going down on one another constitutes as sex. That's what I think. That's it is. what you think. I, it is. I you think, think they think that's like foreplay. Yeah, because okay. they because in their minds, well, I, I do that, and that's not sex. Because my girlfriend doesn't have an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. but yeah, so kidding. like yeah, no, sex sex to a lot of those people is only like P and B. And, uh, P and V. I was like, is that a weird department store that I don't know about? <laughs> I don't shop there, so I don't know. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I think I think they don't see it as sex because they see that as a an activity that they already do and don't consider sex. So sure. if it's not sex when they do it, it's not sex when it's we do it. It's not sex when we do and it. And like I, I will like beg to differ. <laughs> there are so many ways that people can give pleasure to each other in a sexual way. Yeah. And anything that like really like reduces that and says like if not this, then not and like shuts people out yeah, by its then, definition. Yeah, like then your experience right. doesn't count and. Uh, it's different for every sort of a person. And there are cer- there have certainly... I mean, I've hooked up with people 
and like done a lot of things and for me it didn't count as sex and then I've hooked up with other people and haven't like you know gotten to like the third base and for me it was like very significant so again I think it also depends on like the situation and the context and the circumstance and how you feel about that person you're interacting with too another thing that I think uh this is I'm kind of pivoting right now yeah pivot but uh something else you know there's I guess it's always like you know agreement as like what is that like like there are all these terms that get thrown around, like scissoring, is this something people do? And sex, like, does this count? Does that count? I have been noticing more and more often uh, lesbians using the terms top and bottom. Uh-huh. When I came out, it did not happen as much. Uh-huh. Like, I, I... Me neither. Very rarely heard those terms, only in regards to gay men. Yeah. And um, sometimes, like, like, talking about, like, BDSM stuff. Uh-huh. And I see lesbians all the time. Like, it's like a thing where it's just like, oh, she has that top energy or like, you know, like, oh, I want like a, you know, a butch bottom or something. I, just, I see it out there yeah. all the time where people use those terms to describe themselves. And I'm, I'm wondering where that came from. And I'm also wondering, like, what those terms mean. I mean, I know what they mean. And I know, like... But I, I feel like there's not actual agreement among <laughs> among lesbians yeah. as people because I always see it used in totally different and like no one no one can explain to me like one definition and it's uh-huh. always conflicting and I'm just like I mean I'm again describe yourself however you want and sure. like whatever whatever fits you is great. But I can never get a clear answer. That's so interesting. Okay, so I wanna say so many things about this. And the first one is that The way I think about top and bottom is less in terms of sexual position and more in terms of personality. And this is like has a really interesting overlap with another topic that we want to talk about. And that's power dynamics in a relationship. But when I hear top and bottom, I think more like energy than what you actually do in the bedroom, especially when it pertains to women, because like. I've heard gay men say, like, I really liked this guy, but we realized it wasn't going to work out because we were both tops. And, like, then it's, like, I don't know. It, like, becomes, like, a physical thing. Whereas with lesbians, I think the way I would use those terms is in terms of, like, a balance of personality and power dynamics in a relationship. And I would also talk about them in ways where they were fluid and those, like, power dynamics were susceptible to changing in a relationship at any given time. Like, there wasn't some person who was always, like, dominant and some person who was more submissive all the time, necessarily. So, what's the difference to you between using the terms top and bottom and sub and dom? I just... I... To me, sub and dom, to me, in my mind, sound more affiliated with BDSM. And, I mean, completely outside of that, they're just not in my lexicon. And what about, like... Switch and and verse. <laughs> switch. I mean, switch is just like what's verse mean? Versatile. Oh, I feel like yeah. so. Usually, the, like I, I'll hear. The, so the terms grouped together is like, or, or how I have seen them grouped together is like dom sub verse, uh-huh. and then top bottom switch. Okay. So there. It's okay. Like two, so verse is with dom and two, sub. Yeah. And two two different families of of terms. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I just I don't see agreement among le- like I'll see like so like. Let's say you're out with your girlfriend. Okay. And you're at a restaurant and you ask for one check and the waitress 
puts it in front of either you or your girlfriend, does that, you know, like, oh, like she, like they gave it to your girlfriend. Was she, she was giving off such top energy. Like, no, I mean, to me, they would give it to whoever asked for the check. Yeah. I just, cause that's, I see but shit like maybe. that online where it's like, oh yeah, I had that top energy. And I'm like, I don't know. There's something about that. I mean, again, I'm sure like a lot of that is, is tongue in cheek and fun. I think so too. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, and then I'm like, like, what energy do I give? What, what are people thinking about me? And like, I don't know. It's like, but like, I, like you describe, like you experience it one way, right? And I, other people think about it another way. Like there can be like top and bottom as far as like, um, a one who is more of a active giver and one who, who's yeah. more of a active receiver. You're talking but, about in terms of like, um, having sex or just yeah. like in anything in a relationship no, no, because no. I think that's interesting too. You well, know? yeah. Well, well, I'm, that's where okay. I'm going with this. Is Sorry. like, oh, that's okay. No, we have a dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like okay, like some people could see those terms in in that way where it's, but other people could see it in um, the one giving instruction you know the one the one the one okay. the one being more forceful the one being more bossy so like you could be you know the more receptive partner but the bossy one who's running things and then like a power bottom you know i don't yeah. mean to like keep reducing this to these labels but yeah and then like oh but then out like you know you take charge and social situation you know it's just there's there's so much variation yeah where i'm like and, and I just don't see a lot of agreement and it's, it's, it's interesting to me. And I always wonder, I mean, I always bring it back to myself and wonder what people think about yeah, me. <laughs> I think like for me personally, I just don't, in my heart, I do not believe that those things are fixed. And that has always been my personal experience of like power dynamics in a relationship and like somebody being submissive and somebody being dominant or like somebody putting forth more math. Tradi- what would be traditionally defined as masculine energy and somebody putting forth what would be traditionally defined as feminine energy. I think if you're in a really strong relationship and like one that's like mutually beneficial and loving to both partners, it's like you're filling in each other's gaps and like complimenting. <laughs> yeah, <you are>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending. I, I mean, depending. Are you a top or bottom? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're complimenting each other in different ways. Um, You're like supplementing each other in different ways. And like some people, in different areas of their life are more dominant and some people are more submissive or like on different days of the week. So like for me and my experience of those things, um, top, bottom, dominant, submissive, any of them, it's always sort of, not always, but like it's, I think it's more in flux than, I mean, you know, for me, it's like, sometimes I like being tossed and sometimes I like doing the tossing and it just kind of depends on the day of the week. The day of the month. And the, and the day of the month. I don't want to fucking limit myself. You know, that's boring. Like if you're having sex and like you're like, you know, into your partner and one person's always getting on the top and one person's always on the bottom, like that's a huge yawn to me. Fucking mix it up. Throw each other around or something. Someone's a know. switch. No, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoken like a true switch. You have like a switch buzzer, like bang. <laughs> and one, two, three, switch. switch. <laughs> Speaking of switching, we're going to switch now to a question that we got. That was so smooth. Thank you. I'm, that's me. 
<laughs> so the ladies, quest- yeah. she's single. She's single. <laughs> you can know I- where you can find us. Yes, slide into our DMs and Leah will vet you for me because she runs our. Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Or just slide into Cubbyho on a Friday night and I'll vet you there too. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So taking this question, uh, we got a question that said, "Is." Is it really the best? Really the best sex? I don't yeah. remember. Read, read, read it aloud for us. Is it really the best sex? And uh, the answer to that is yes. Yes. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Whoa. It depends on who you're with, though. I've mm-hmm. had some bad lesbian sex. Like, really bad. Yeah. Like, a story I don't even want to tell it so bad. And whoa. Oh, well, oh, you can't do that. You know. Can I take? I'm gonna take a pass on this one. I think. Fine, well, I just fine. had to leave somebody's house in the middle of something because of their hygiene. Oh goodness gracious! Okay, wow. And when I say leave, I mean like leave. Wow. And when I say in the middle, I mean in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not enjoyable. No, it wasn't. I mean, it didn't like sour me on like, you know, ever doing it again. Sour. That's an but interesting choice. But it did choice. sour me for the evening. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for that. It's okay, you know. Well, that that was what I was going to ask is like I feel like the ter- the phrase good in bed uh can mean a lot of things and like what does it so what does it mean to be good in bed? I I don't know if there's like an objective good in bed other than like being good at communication Correct. and respecting boundaries and you know stuff like that. And there being like a mutual attraction between you and the person you're sleeping with, I think is important, you know? I yeah. think one person can be like good in bed for somebody and not good in bed for somebody else. Like I think that's like very particular kind of thing. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of like my the things that I would rate as like good sexual okay, experiences with hear- a woman. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the things I would rate oh, as good in bed, but I want to hear your good sexual experiences. Well, I, a lot, so much of it just has to do with like how stoked I am to be there. Like it sure. might not, you know, it like, especially like when you start like seeing someone and dating someone, it's not always going to be like the best sex of your life on the first date, but sometimes it feels like it is because you're so into someone. Yeah, that's true. And 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 that's kind of how and, like, it is for me. And like you can't believe it's happening. So, yeah. well not. Yeah. Whereas like maybe like maybe there are certain technical skills that people that would we would throw into the basket of good in bed. Sure. Okay. You know, yeah. some like manual dexterity. Manual <laughs> dexterity. Sure. Important. A good good hygiene you know what that's always a thing yeah that's a like that's a real baseline i don't think we want to like start giving people props for good hygiene i think we should just expect that yeah yeah but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean if you're taking somebody to your house girl make sure yeah, I mean, sometimes there are health things, you know? Sometimes sometimes people, maybe someone has, like, BV and they don't know it, and then it's like, oh, man, like... Y- yeah. Like, that's a, that, that, that could happen. Sure. That's a thing. Yeah, I don't mean to, like, pussy shame. Oh, It was no, just yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. you know, it was a traumatizing experience and for some, me. Some people, I don't know, for some people, it, it's this weird, I don't know, it's like an animal thing where it's, like, normal <laughs> normal smells... Like sometimes you're just not into someone's normal smell. Yeah, and it and it has nothing. Like you could be so into the way they look, and I'm not just talking about the way like their chemical genital smell. I mean, like their yeah. entire person. I'm talking well, about and everything from yeah. like breath 
to BO to like just like not even and not even anything super strong. It's like the natural yeah. scent we all give off. And like there are some women where I am so into all of the above Me of what too. I just said. Like, you know, like their morning breath, I don't care. It's Me fine. Too. You know, like I was just they, thinking they about that today. The gym, I don't That's care. Love. Like, like you really have to But it's also like attraction and like yes, chemical sex, attraction. Yeah, it's chemistry. Like there like there are women where it's been like yes. And there I mean women, I love been women my girlfriend's body odor. Yeah. As we were discussing, I think, last, last night. night. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me too. I mean, not me too with your specific girlfriend, but... You bury your face in her armpit too? No, sorry. That's just me. <laughs> Maybe we'll cut that out. But with... No, we won't. <laughs> Jill's like, I edit this. We're leaving it in. <laughs> but no, if like women that I've dated, I yes, I want to be all up in it. Me like, too. I, I love I it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it... But other women, it's been like... Hard pass. And Ew, it's like, not, how dare you even have breath? This is disgusting. Yeah, and it's and it's not. It's nothing to do with like the objective or, quality of their breath. Yeah, or yes. any other like objective qualities. It's like that weird thing that you can't pin down. It's so true. Where I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I'm finding like your general scent offensive because it's not right. You know, like we're all beautiful and we're all humans and we all have weird smells and sounds and things you know of course and but, like bodies that are like graceful and not graceful you and, know and yeah. that we can control and not control yeah exactly like like exactly so but if there if i'm into someone it's or so even, wild even right i'm not that you like like even like a one night stand or somewhere where i'm like oh like i yeah. really liked the way she smelled right like, oh, you know like i like ev- like everything about that was like very attractive yeah or just like being able to go to sleep with somebody and like fit comfortably next to them too yeah. you know versus like it just like you lying next to them and it feeling weird yeah i don't know that's like usually a strong indicator to me too yeah, yeah. I mean, there's sleeping with someone as in the act of sex, and then there's sleeping, sleeping with, with someone, someone as like, in, like falling asleep with them after you have sex. And like sometimes, well, not sometimes, like, I mean, I think that can almost say more about your attraction to a person or just as much than the actual sex that you had with them. Like, can you fall asleep in a bed with them? Do they feel comfortable to lay next to? Is it weird? Oh. Do you just like want to get up the next morning and run? Like, I mean, even I, if it's early on. I have a sleep disorder, so this is actually well, yeah, a, that's a, true. a loaded topic but you for know me. What I, like, you no, know, I know what exactly, I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Like, like does do you, your face fit in their neck? Like, do you want to stick around in bed in the morning? Yeah. Or do you, are you just like, bye? Okay, thanks for like that toss why do i keep saying toss? <laughs> you are into the toss i don't I know, know. Why, why do you keep I saying i don't know toss, maybe that's yeah. just a question i'm asking myself more than anybody else <laughs> but yeah i just got tossing on my mind <laughs> ultimately like there i i don't want to say i don't have high standards for what makes someone good in bed because if i'm into someone enough like we will become good in bed to exactly. each other exactly like that's kind of my how i feel and there is always like if you like somebody enough um, there's always like a learning process you have to go through yeah. with your partner I mean, to like learn their bodies. Yeah, totally. And like what works for them and like not, I mean, you know, hopefully like you just are 
consistently at least attracted to each other but like that doesn't mean you're gonna climb into bed and have like the most like wild sex of your life every single time and like even like have an orgasm every time Mm -hmm. but again I mean to your earlier point that doesn't mean that it wasn't good sex oh my god no that doesn't have to be like the designating factor of like success and like can we even like use the word success when we talk about sex it's not like like passing the test and you know it's like it's it's how everyone like how how do we feel when this is over? If if I walk yes. away and like I'm feeling great, then like and and my partner is feeling great. Of course. Then it's like, all right, I don't care what just happened because yes. we're both feeling great and, and we satisfied connected with in each the way other. that we want to be satisfied. Yep, exactly. And I also think that I th- like media perpetuates this idea. You don't you don't see a lot of communication going on in sex scenes. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people think that it's all intuition. And if you don't intuitively know the, the way to like give your partner an orgasm or, or just please them how they want to be pleased, sure. then, then you are by default bad in bed. And like, of course we all use our intuition. There's some there and there's reading body language yeah. and stuff like that. But also like, there's nothing wrong with being like, what do you like? Like, I how, do, how do you so, like, like to get off? Sexy like, and beautiful in a relationship when you're, I mean, or not even in a relationship if you're just like sleeping with somebody, but like really, especially when you're with somebody and you can have a conversation with them outside of the bedroom and while you're in bed about like what's working and what is not. I yeah. think like though those are some of the healthiest and most necessary communications you can have with your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, people are kind of, I think more often than not, um, I think scared to talk about sex because like the topic of sex has been subverted, I think, societally where it's it's like if you've ever read Foucault's History of Sex- Sexuality, this is like an extraordinary... Which we all have. Which we all have. <laughs> it's like an extraordinarily poor like paraphrasing and reduction of that. Oh, I but saw like, the movie. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but like sex is something everybody does, but like after the... Vic- or during the Victorian era, I think it became like subverted linguistically where it's like it became taboo to talk about it, even Mm. though it's, like, something that's so prevalent. So when you sort of can get around that, like, perhaps conditioned taboo and have open and honest conversations with your partner about what's working and what's not working for you, I think you're investing in your relationship in a particularly conscious and important way. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And... When it comes to good sex, I can definitely speak to what I think bad sex is and sex that I... Please I've, do. No, all the, the sex that I consider bad sex is sex where my partner has a very clear idea of what they would like. They, they Instead of listening to me telling them mm-hmm. what I like, they have ideas of what I should like uh-huh. and Oof. and project that no. and see them. It's it's almost like they see our time together and they see sexual pe- the people the type of people that see sexual encounters as some type of like conquering and they view you're people, like a mirror for them and that's it. Yeah, and you like they like view someone as like a puzzle or like a video game or just something to like figure out sure. instead of like a process and something to someone to work with. Yes, and yes. To me, that's, like, so... You're like, I'm not a fucking Rubik's Cube. Like, ask me a question. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing that's, like, a bigger turnoff than someone who... Because you don't fit into how they want you to 
get pleasure. Can I tell you? I know exactly what you're talking I about. I know, right I know now. you do. We, we, I've, I've told you about this experience. Yes, and, and it was surprising to me. Like I've, n- I have not had that experience. It's exceptionally frustrating. And I'm actually, I have actually. I will say that I have, especially when I like first moved to New York and was really young and had really long hair and was like particularly femme looking. I used to go on dates with women who would like just try and like sorry mom but like pound me you know and it's like shove it in shove it in like mash the fucking pizza box into the trash compactor it's like this is why I'm not having sex with men this is not what I want like I was worried this that this is not... was gonna ruin pizza for me but it's not no nothing, it just makes can. it kind nothing of just can. makes me want I'm like pizza. should we order a pizza now yeah maybe we should <laughs> um, yeah that's such a, a weird metaphor to have arrived at but like yeah that's happened to me too and it's so off-putting to me yeah and and as I've gotten older, I'm so much better at understanding like myself and my body, and I feel like and being just, an advocate for it. Yeah, and I I feel like very open, and and I am with with my partners. Like, let's chat. Like, I will tell you everything. Like, I will give you the manual. Sure. There are some diagrams. Like, <laughs> like, we can go there. Go online for additional resources. Here's the website. Yeah. There's a PDF. Yeah. There's, a, there's like, an annotated bibliography. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've compiled this research yeah, and, on myself. And when and when I go to them and seek the same, or not, you know, I, okay. Like, if you know, I'm like, here's my manual. Where's your manual? Sure. It's and like they, and they, they going on vacation up. Oh, they when you go to the Did I really just say that? They clam up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I said it. But they do. I like so many people, like, it's just, pro- they project their insecurities onto me. And that, I, I don't like that. Cause I'm like, listen, like, if you're not going to be open with me about what you need and what you want, and then you put the blame on me when I'm 100% open, like, that's, I don't know. I don't like that. And to me, that's bad sex. Yeah. You're like, nothing about the way, like, I function and that I know that I function and what pleases me and what doesn't is going to change because of this. Like, I think a lot of people go into sexual encounters having like really specific preconceived notions about what it's going to be. And like, you sort of just have to, if you are going to like have any possibility of really connecting with the person, you have to throw all of that out the window Yeah, because it's just going to prevent authentic connection. Yeah. I mean, and some of my, my best encounters have have been where like it didn't you know it didn't follow a roadmap that I would assume it would have yeah and it was like it just took you by surprise yeah Yeah. (laughs) I think that's when like you know there's actually something there that sort of like transcends what you were trying what you might have been trying to like make happen or put into play yeah. you know and I also I don't mean to come down on people because so many of us have so many hang-ups around sex and, and, it's, and like it's, date, not, it's like it's not fair of me to be like of how, course. how dare you have a hang-up about sex because I mean we all do and, I, yeah, and I'm course. sure I do even though I'm like no but I'm sure you know we all do sex is complicated sex and great is complicated and, dating as we've talked about is complicated you know like. yeah yeah so we all I mean we all have our stuff I just I don't like projection in that way. No, I. I mean, I think like what we. It's keep like own your saying shit. here. It's like own your shit and like don't be afraid to communicate. I think sex is something that like we should talk about and talk about even more than we already do. And, I think, and we talk about it a lot. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. But I think the fact that people do not talk about sex culturally and like that it is so like um, repressed, sort of like on the level of language 
has also caused sex to like seep into like so many things and become a subtext in yeah. like so many forms of media and so many like ways of communication and dialogue that it probably shouldn't be like because it's been like so shut down as something that people can talk about it's not gonna lose its power it's just gonna come out in different ways it's like Voldemort yeah you know <laughs> like if you try and stamp something out directly what's gonna happen it's gonna go to the sides and like permeate up from there so like yeah you know it's I think it's important to just have open and honest conversations and as much as we've all been conditioned especially as women especially as lesbians like talk about the love that dare not speak its name especially especially when people kind of like inherently delegitimize like lesbian relationships um and lesbian sex that's why I think it's all the more important to be able to have conversations that even if you do feel a little bit of shame or hesitancy or awkwardness or uncertainty in having them, like, it's something that you need to practice doing. Yeah. And give each other, like, implicit and explicit permission to do the same. I mean, we're just so programmed. Did I ever tell you that when, up until I was, like, an adult, I hated the word vagina and yeah. I would never say it and I couldn't even bear to hear it and like my it was a joke like it was a running joke where my friends would be like Jill vagina and I was just like, ah! and like and I was just like oh now I- you do that but like for a different reason no, I'm just <laughs> I mean, yeah but it and it's like I I mean I'm sure there are many reasons why I had such a bad reaction I mean my my first one I mean what would, would I recall your first vagina no I mean <laughs> First, last, and forever in my own. Yeah, for sure. Now I know. <laughs> but I, I remember sex ed in like fifth, oh sixth grade God. or something. So I just remember like we were learning and she was asking us like questions and she and she was like trying to make us, you know, uh, this our group of like 12 year olds okay with like these words because we luck. all were awkward. Yeah. And so she was just like. Vagina, vagina, vagina. And like that, she just went up in front of the class and started saying vagina, well, vagina, I mean, vagina. No, it wasn't like that. Oh, man. I wish I wish I had like one of my friends with me right now because they would. Excuse I, me. No, I'm sorry. I mean, one of my friends Jesus that was in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I meant one of my friends that was in that class. Like I wish Katie were here, basically. I'm like, when I say one of my friends that was in that class, I'm like the only one that I'm still friends with. I'm like, Katie or Rachel. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, she did something weird where she was just like, like. I don't know, but there was like, there was like a time where she was just like vagina, 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 just to like make it okay. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but then there was like she was like that sounds like it was effective. <laughs> I know. It was like <laughs> great <and> pedagogy. She, <laughs> <laughs> and she like made me in the closet for no, but uh, yeah, and there, then but, I just like buried myself under the pile of shoes in the closet. But you what know? really did it for me is that she there there was like she's testing us, and it's like. Okay, what's the female reproductive or, you know, whatever. And, and ovaries. And, well, it was vagina, whatever. Well, I mean, I said it wrong. I don't I don't actually remember the question because it was like over 20 years ago. Um, sure. But I just remember she called on this girl. And the girl, you could tell it was just like so awkward like, don't make and me embarrassed. So she, like, you, like, you could like see her like lips trembling and she was just like you can see her lips oh, trembling no. god damn oh, it Jill. okay oh gosh oh now i hate vagina no but uh, and she just she just like awkwardly just goes like vagina and, I, and that was what did it i was like oh. ew 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 and everyone hear that word again it's gross you're like it's burning gross. out of my brain yeah and that was like what did it and until i think until i was like 
in my 20s, like, I could not hear hmm. the word vagina. Interestingly enough, though, I'm going to just, like, give myself props, my 13-year-old self props. I was, like, <laughs> such, like, I don't know. Always give your 13-year-old self props, you know. I was, she like, was dealing with a lot. I was, like, both very, like, brainy, but also, like, just really interested in, like, what sex was. You so, were. like Oh, God, yeah. So I did, like, a lot of... Like, shamelessly interested. You were like, I just want to know. There was no hesitation. Oh, yeah. It was, like... It Interesting. Was, it, it, oh, yes. And, and I had older sisters. Oh, so yes. That I, is a whole different I mean, I still experience. do have older sisters, but... Uh, right, sure. I, but so I knew more about sex than pretty much everyone in the class. Yeah. And so in the seventh grade, because I was, like, answering all the questions and, like, she's just, like, Jill shut the fuck up and put your hand down. Like We, we know you know. Like, we know you know what a vas deferens is. And what is it? <laughs> it's, it's part of, it's like a tube in, um, like, scrot- okay, I'm not going to go in. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah, you you don't have to say the S word. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Scrotum, scrotum, scrotum. Vagina, <laughs> vagina, vagina. But <laughs> because I was just, like, like, kicking so much ass in health class, I got... An automatic 105 <laughs> on the test. And I, kicking so much ass in health class. But she made me she made me quiz the class. I think she was doing it to like shut me up because she thought it would embarrass me, but I thought it was fucking great because I was Get like out of here. Wait, you were like 12? I was 13 and I like got up from the class and like quizzed them before the test. It was like I got a, I didn't have to take the test. I got an automatic that's grade. Crazy. And I and she I I don't that's very inappropriate now that I think of it. And I, I was like a 13-year-old that like got to say penis and, I, you know, Ooh. like an erection. I thought it was hilarious. I was just like, Were you like laughing through your quiz? Oh, hell yeah. I was trying to oh, like... Oh, hell yeah? You weren't like... She wasn't like, what, Mrs. Mangina or whatever. <laughs> 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 this is great. Like Jill demonstrates extraordinary maturity. Surely she'll be able to quiz the class on what a scrotum is. She was, she was just like, all right, Jill, like you know it so well. You don't have to take the test. Get up here and quiz everyone. And I like got up and I was just like <laughs> saying dirty words, like basically, or like what I thought. What you thought uh, were dirty words. Yeah, like words. I thought, like I, I, th- she must have been trying to like, te- like teach me a lesson for I don't know having the gall like, to is, like that shows you this is the best day of my like middle school career. Yeah, it was really fun, <laughs> but also like that's inappropriate. Is that inappropriate? I didn't have the experience, so I don't know if there's like. Any context that I perhaps might be missing. I never thought it was inappropriate until this very moment where I'm like, why did she make me get up in front of the class? Did she tell you were a lesbian? Was it like a weird thing? Oh my God, maybe. I I don't know. I mean. Probably not. I'm shocked that more people didn't think I was a lesbian. Me too, to tell you the truth. I know. I'm like, what's... I was really just waiting for somebody to ask me the question because I didn't want to say the thing myself. And none of you motherfuckers ever did, so thanks a lot. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God, I was dreading. I was like, please don't ask me, please don't ask me, please don't ask me. But, like, okay, so to go back to sort of the original point of this, so you yeah, hated oops. the word vagina. You don't hate the word vagina oh, anymore. I, I love, love it. I love it in the in word and deed. and <laughs> Word and deed. So you say it as, like, I like the word vagina, too. Do you I mean, like... I, I like the word... I mean, I don't... I mean, actually, you know, I am neutral about the word vagina. I You're like, neutral about it. I like it like because we're pussy? shamed. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love the word pussy. I think, pussy. I think pussy's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> of, of all the words? Or like your favorite way to refer to of, vagina? Of, yeah, of all like the words.
words for vagina. I th- or what are the other and, ones? Um, Pussy is the least well, has the least pejorative before, connotations. Before we get into this, I also okay. think it's important to note that like kids are not taught the difference between vagina and vulva, and I still will sometimes say vagina when I mean vulva. Uh huh. And vulva isn't a great word either. It you know it sounds like it sounds like Volvo. Exactly. It's like a car. It's like a Subaru. It's like a car for lesbians. Yeah. A vulva. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just wanted to clarify for our listeners that Leah and I do know the difference between a vulva and a vagina. Yeah. We're just like drinking. (laughs) But yeah, I love pussy. What else? Oh, there's like twat. (laughs) You love pussy? Pussy, I love. Twat, I don't love. Twat is to me like the British way of referring to like an asshole. Cunt? Not an asshole, like the body part. Like, like a, a person. Yeah, a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Twat is like something I call someone. And so is cunt is like just an insult know, see, to me. The thing is like, nah, I'm never like, oh, touch my cunt. Oh, yeah, I guess I wouldn't say <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, no, that's not like pillow talk, cunt. I don't know. I think but that would kind of shock like someone. Like if you're having like... <laughs> Shove it in my cunt. Oh, <laughs> Stop ruining cunt for me. So, I'm sorry, that cunt was already ruined. This is going to like be pulled off of iTunes because we said cunt. Every time I post anything to Instagram that says even the word dyke on it, they fucking take it down. Rude. Um, I know. I have a mixed relationship with the word cunt because like it's, I mean like it's one of those things, it's almost, it's one of those things like dyke where it's like I can say it. Yeah, but, like, you're like reclaiming no one else a word that was used it. against you. Yeah, uh-huh. and like so I can use it as a pejorative. No one else can. Mm-hmm. But I also like think it can kind of be like a hot way to talk about a pussy. Yeah. Maybe it can be like, in the right context. I mean, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like shove it in my cunt or whatever you said. <laughs> I wouldn't shove ever that say pizza, sh- pizza box I in my cunt. I wouldn't ever say like shove it in my anything. I mean, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> Only like in my mouth if I'm talking about food. You like, know what though? I love the adjective cunty, where it's like, ooh, she ooh, was she's cunty. cunty. But like, like but as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, me it's too. like it's like some like I I, I almost I think that I almost came out of like the bitchy. mainstreaming of drag culture almost. You know what? You're you're probably right. Yeah. But yeah, I what do else? love There's that. Coochie. Coochie and eh. cooter is disgusting. That's disgusting. Um, no one should ever say that. What else is there? I feel oh, beaver. Beave. Beaver beave. Um, damn. Sideways sloppy Joe. Girl, no. Hot pocket. <laughs> Wait, this was an episode. Oh, it was. Oh, my God. We were literally just doing that. The, open, the closing credits yeah. were rolling, and they were all just like, oh, fucking um, cinnamon flapjack. <laughs> Ew. First of all, cinnamon flapjacks sound gross. Second of all, describing a vagina that way is gross. Do you know what I hate, though? You don't call a vagina, you don't call your vagina your cinnamon flapjack. Excuse me. My cinnamon flap jill. (laughs) (laughs) She is not cinnamon. And nothing is flapping. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) We have time. That brings me to the one I hate the most is... Beef curtains or roast ah! beef curtains. No, no one should ever say that either. I think that's misogynistic. I Me think too. that's awful, and I hate I hate everyone that says roast that. beef. Like, first of all, roast <laughs> more like medium rare, <laughs> more like raw. What's that? What's raw beef tartar? Ooh, yes. Or like Carpaccio. Carpaccio. I like that. <laughs> that kind of sounds like my last name. <laughs> 
Lita Carpaccio. <laughs> it kind of sounds like your like, last name too. Yeah. Leah and Jill Carpaccio. <laughs> Is that what I'm going to call my vagina? My, <laughs> my Oh my God. What were we just talking about before we started this episode? The last guy I ever dated in my life, either like... Oh, right, he yeah. And his mom did this, or like he made this up as a child because he didn't like the word vagina either. He used to call a vagina a bush cortha. <laughs> <laughs> and then made the mistake of like telling that to all our friends and like we were partying one night and just started saying it with like, um, like a weird fancy man's accent like bush cortha. <laughs> but I mean, any word can you sound mean, like, like, kind of like, like, David Attenborough. That, wait, that's his name, right? I don't know what you're talking like, about. Like the guy who does like planet. He's like, yeah, the Bush Cawthon. Oh, the Bush Cawthon. It's natural. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's not, like the, the way not, Alex Trebek says genre. But you know, I think a lot of different words could like sound like vagina if you say genre. them. <laughs> <laughs> or they have the words like a uh, bush. How do you feel about vagine? Vagine, I like. What about the JJ? No. I don't like like, like no. yeah it's like, no I don't like the JJ it's overly it's, precious or like exactly it's like cute tweeter it's like, like it's come like, on it's like someone that's not comfortable woman. saying vagina yeah they you say like the I mean? JJ I'm like no if you can go in the world and use that you should like be able to refer to it like an adult yeah you know you don't you're not like wiping your little fucking piss off your little kid. <laughs> Oh, what about Vag? I kind of like Vag. I like Vag. Yeah. Like, I can get down with some Vag. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, man. So as we told you, we're taking some questions. We posted uh, right bef- before we started recording this. And, uh, you know, we asked for any any questions y'all have about lesbian sex yeah and and we and we got a couple which we addressed in this episode so we just got another one and uh why don't you read that leah so this question is so going from straight to gay do i want to read this yeah i'm gonna read this verbatim so going from straight to gay when a dude finger banged me it wasn't sex but now it is but it is now that i'm gay i'm so confused i'd say there doesn't need to be a confusion. Like, like if you, you know, if you felt the finger banging from a woman is like sex, then it's sex. And honestly, I don't think dudes, in my experience and from the experience of a lot of women I've spoken to, a lot of dudes don't finger bang the way women do. Yeah. Like they, they like, they like don't, they like use it as like a, a, a lead up and not It's a like thing. they're playing a video game. Yeah. I mean, and some, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, we are saying this as two lesbians who have had sex with men and like for all intents and purposes didn't get our jollies so like this is extraordinarily subjective and yeah i know i know if i had like a bisexual friend that was hosting this with me then be more careful um not more careful no no i think they would be able to give a better answer (laughs) yeah for sure well i will say that um i think in large part you know any experience is what you feel it to be. Exactly. Banging is in the eye of the beholder. Banging is in the eye of the banged. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel similarly where like a dude engaging in a particular act with a dude and engaging in a particular act with a woman. Um, it's just two totally different things. And it's not because I mean, it's partially because one's a dude and one's a woman, 
but it's also because it, there's just there's so many other elements and I think there are these like small little nuances that like you pick up on but you can't really verbalize so like your inner self your inner inner queer self didn't feel like you were getting sexed with this dude. And I bet the dude didn't feel like he was sexing you when yeah, he was doing that. Sure. Whereas with a woman, you felt like you were getting sexed. I don't know why I'm phrasing it that way, getting sexed. I, I liked it. And I think, I mean, I think you're onto something really interesting. And I will say, as somebody like who has, you know, had both experiences as well, when I, I mean, for me personally, because of, you know, where I was coming from and where I was with regard to all of this, and I do think it's so vastly different for every single person, and we want to take care to not, like, oversimplify these experiences or say they're going to be consistent across the board. However, when I was having sex with men, I was at such a huge degree of emotional remove. Like, I was out of my own body almost when that was happening I was so like distanced um I guess physically and emotionally from what was going on I was just not present at all I wasn't present so it didn't feel like anything to me I was detached um and then when it happened with a woman I was I was just like I was disassociated you know I couldn't I mean, I think in a lot of ways, I couldn't bear the fact of what I was doing and that I was doing it for how it would look to everybody else. When it when it came down to it, it was really only me and that other person in that bedroom. And I think that's always like where I butted heads with myself while it was happening because it felt it almost felt like I was not taking advantage of myself, but I knew very consciously as I was like engaging in sexual acts with men for me personally, um, that it wasn't fulfilling me and it wasn't something that I was wanting to do. It wasn't sparking joy. It wasn't sparking joy. I was doing it. Yeah, throw that shit out. I was doing it for all of the wrong reasons. So like, yes, I was heavily dissociated and it didn't feel like anything to me because nothing felt like anything to me at that time. And then, you know, the first time I had sex with a woman, it was so completely the opposite of that. Like I was so present and in my body and in myself and like not only actively aware of what I was doing but like making you know a lot of conscious and maybe subconscious choices with regard to that so it felt extraordinarily significant and I think your sort of like emotional state and your emotional relationship with your psyche and with your own body dictates the meaning of any kind of experience more than anything else or anything anybody else tells you it's supposed to be or how it's supposed to configure. Absolutely. And on the flip side, I also think that like, you know, like, like, like it could have been sex with that guy, you know, maybe he did think it was sex. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I don't, I don't mean to imply that like, well, you know, that it doesn't count because it can, I mean, people all different types of people have all different types of like body configurations and and things so like maybe like m- maybe you like you, the guy you know d- ha- has impotency or maybe he just doesn't like using his penis or or sure. you know maybe maybe he has a micro penis or something and he wants to get you off with his with his with his hands and and yeah. and and that, and, or and, maybe he like wants to like stimulate your clitoris more than he could do with his dick, and like you know. Yeah, and so like it may be in a situation like that, like the boat, the 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 two active participants, or yes. or, or more active participants. I don't right. mean to imply that all sex, but is decide people. that that's the way that's going yeah. to work for them. Yeah, and so, that makes it sex. Yeah. So so just based on that question, it, it sounds to me that like well, like he probably wasn't viewing that as sex either, and so it's like you're you're both existing in this 
predefined context that you didn't necessarily like verbalize, but you sure. kind of both understood things to be a specific way where with a woman you understand things to be a different way. Uh-huh. And I think it's just fair to say that like sex or any experience is like what you feel it to be and you shouldn't yeah. listen to like what anybody else tells you that's supposed to be or any sort of like qualifiers people put around it or any like um, I guess preconceived degrees of like meaning or intensity or importance to any sort of singular sex act. Yeah. Like, you know, if you like even make out with somebody or I don't know, engage in just like some heavy petting and you feel like you had an, a significant sexual experience with that person, then you did. And like, that's all anybody ever needs to say about that on behalf of themselves. Yeah. So, so. With that. With that. <laughs> um, you want to try and close this one out? I can close it out. I mean, I think it's really important to, to answer my own question. Like, keep being open about sex and keep having dialogues around it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's really important for us um, always to sort of lean into the places where we, like, might feel the most uncomfortable Um and communicate and be honest to ourselves about what we want and what's going to, to fulfill us. And then when we're in um, a relationship or in any kind of partnership, be honest and communicate to our partner about what's going to fulfill us and what counts as sex for us and what counts as int intimacy for us and what doesn't. And I think the more of your, the more aware of that you can become, um, the better your experience is going to be. And also trust the process. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, you, you don't you have just to get there all at once. Absolutely not. It takes us all all a while, or not? Maybe it doesn't take us all a while. It takes some of us. Yeah, it you takes know? some of us a while, and some of us, um, it it doesn't. I think some people come to sex, like in sexual experiences, very easily. Come to and from. Come sex. to, yeah, come to and from to. But like, I don't know. I mean, as always, what we say is. You know, there's no right way of doing things. Um, there are some wrong ways. There are some wrong ways. <laughs> you know, consent is important, but be honest with yourself. Be open with yourself and speak up about what um, constitutes as pleasure for advocate you. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for your own pleasure. It's important. Advocate for your own boundaries. They are important. And Yeah, and, and have a happy spring. Go get laid or don't get laid. Whatever you want to do. I hope I hope it all works out I for all of you. I hope it all works out for all of you. Um, Everyone lets us all let us all have good sex. Maybe not with each other, but or, or maybe, you know. <laughs> or not. Or, or if you don't like yeah, having don't, sex, then I, don't do that. Don't do that either. But go outside, breathe in the fresh air, soak up the tulips, listen to the birds chirp, at least. Yeah, yeah. Call somebody and tell them you love them. We love you. If you've stuck with us this far, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. You're a miracle. Lesbians, Lesbians are, miracles. are miracles. Good day and good night. <laughs>